Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Good to feel the touch of God. Amen. That is in this place. I want to give honor to Pastor David and Sister Angie Wright. Amen. We love them. Appreciate their family. Special honor to Bishop and Mother Wright. Amen. I love them. Appreciate them. Amen. And to all the ministry staff of this church, I give honor to them tonight or this morning. Amen. Good to have my daughter with me. Amen. I love her. Appreciate her coming. My precious wife could not make it. And she is at home with our other two children. And God's going to be good to her today. Amen. John chapter 5. I want to read from John the 5th chapter. Starting with verse 1. John chapter 5 verse 1. We're going to read nine verses here. After this there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had now been a long time. Everybody say a long time. In that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. On the same day was the Sabbath. I want to talk to you this morning about you've been there long enough. Amen. Will you lift your hands one more time? Father, we honor you for your word. We pray for the holy inhabitation, the angels of God, to move in this house right now, to let the anointing of God destroy every yoke, every barrier, every compromise in lives of individuals that are looking for deliverance. I pray right now for the power of God to break every chain and every shackle. I give you the praise and the honor. Come on, let's just let it flow for a moment. Open your mouths and let the river of God flow through this house. Father, we honor you. We praise you for your word. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. I love you, Jesus. I honor your word right now. 
God, your power is flowing through this house right now. Your deliverance is here. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God. Amen, amen. God bless you. You can be seated. In the text of scripture that I read to you today, it is about a place called Bethesda. It was a place that a pool surrounded by five porches. It was called Bethesda, which uh, many have translated to be the house of mercy. It was a place that people knew that I can go to Bethesda. If I am crippled, if I am uh, lame, what no matter what my infirmity is, I can go to Bethesda and somebody at Bethesda will have mercy upon me. It was a place that no matter the problem people knew that they could go or their friends or their relatives, they could go to Bethesda and they would be on equal field of play. Because everybody at Bethesda needed mercy. Everybody there needed compassion. Everybody at Bethesda needed somebody to say, I sympathize with you in the condition that you're in. You don't have to worry today about anybody putting you out or putting you down because you are at the house of mercy. When I think about it, I think about the house of God. I think about how the Spirit of God beckons. And the Bible said the Spirit and the bride say come and let us say or let him that heareth say come and let him that thirsteth come and whosoever will let him take the water of life freely. He's talking about people that are hungry and people that have need in their life. They can come to the house of God and they can find what they need in the house of mercy. I find a lot of similarity with the house of mercy and the house of God because David understood what it was like for he and his family not to be able to accompany the house of God. But one day somebody opened their mouth and began to cry out and tell David, let's go to the house of the Lord. And David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. Let me tell you like this, somebody said to David, David, I know where you've been, but let's go to the house of God. I'm glad that somebody made up their mind today that we're going to go to the house of the Lord. And in the house of God, there's mercy and there's power and there's restoration and there's everything that we need in the house of mercy. 
David said, let, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of God. The beautiful thing about it is we all understand today that we are not something privileged or special, but we all alike have problems and things going on in our life. But thank God that somebody said, let's go to church because in the house of God, he can meet our need. He can touch us. He can speak a word to us. He can get a hold of our hearts. He can move us just in time and save our life. So somebody said, let's go to the house of God. Whenever you really look into the Word of God, you begin to see how mercy plays a role in every one of our life. And going back to David, it really played a light because he would speak many times of saying, Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak, O Lord. Heal me, for my bones are vexed. It was the prayer of David time after time after time asking God, Lord, let your mercy touch me he said in one place but as for me I will come into the house in the multitude of thy mercy and then he said surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever when we begin to think about the mercy of God I am thankful today forever situation that is present in the house of God there is a dose of mercy that is going to minister to you today and begin to lift you up and to touch you in your sorrow and in your pain the Bible said he shall abide before God forever oh prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him the mercies of God have been preserving some of you for a long time and you've been coming and going in and out of the house of God. God is beginning to pull your heart right now because the addictions and the pains and the things that you have been struggling in life, the mercy of God has preserved you. But I'm going to tell you before God gets through today that the angel of the Lord will sweep through this house and there's going to be a mighty deliverance where mercy prepared you. God is getting ready to walk through this sanctuary and to break the chains and the shackles. I thank God for mercy. I live in mercy every day. But I've come to tell somebody there is a spirit of deliverance in the house of the Lord. And what mercy has sheltered you from, God is about to break you loose from and God wants to speak a word into your spirit today you might have been there for a long time but this morning the spirit of the Lord is in this house and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty oh clap your hands unto the Lord right now I want you to hear me I thank God for his mercy. I thank God mercy keeps us every day. I can't talk enough about the mercy of God. 
and when I think of Bethesda, I see the mercy of God in the house of the Lord every time that I come because there's people in the house of God with the same problems that they've had for years and years to come but today God wants you to understand that his mercy brought you here not to keep you at that place but to deliver you and to give you an opportunity that the power of God may rescue you and deliver you and empower you and thrust you into the kingdom of God. Don't use the mercy of God as an excuse to wallow in your sins and in your transgressions. But make up your mind this morning. I come to the house of God for such a time as this. I'm fixing to be set free from everything that's hindered me. Everything that has held me back. I feel deliverance in the house. Come on somebody. You ain't got to leave here like you come. There's deliverance in the house of God. There's a miracle in the house of God. There's power in the house of the Lord. I'm in the Holy Ghost with somebody right now. You might as well make up your mind this morning. I'm ready to break out of this prison I've been living in. I thank God His mercy kept me from getting killed and swallowed up by this world. But here I am, God. I'm in your house right now. Your mercy brought me here. But your angel is about to deliver me. And your spirit is going to feel. Come on, somebody. God wants to fill you with the amazing power of his love today. Everybody say a certain season. It would happen. That angel would walk into Bethesda. Certain season it would happen. Power of God would begin to resonate on them waters. Miracles, deliverance, and power all around. It would make them talk about what was happening. The angel of the Lord was sweeping over that water. The Bible said whosoever first would step into that water was made whole of the infirmity that he had in his body. But I want to point out something today. They knew that it was coming because it was a certain season. It was a season that they waited on every year. And they knew that he was coming. I want to ask you today, do you know what is coming to your life? Do you understand what is about to happen in the house of the Lord? Because there is a season today and God is ready to touch the waters of your life. And if you'll just make up your mind, I don't care what comes my way. I'm only concerned about the spirit of deliverance, the spirit of miracles, the spirit of the Lord that wants to sweep into the house of God and give me my miracle today. It bothers me that people miss the timing of God. 
may miss what God wants to do in their life because they're not paying attention to the season. God wants you to pay attention to what he is doing in this house today because he knows that you have been lying there for a long time in that case. Read the Bible. That's what he said. He knew that the man had laid there for a long time in that case. 38 years a certain man had laid there and wallowed in his infirmity. I want to tell somebody today, Jesus knows. He knows your pain. He knows your sorrow. He knows the addictions. He knows the worry. He knows the disappointments in your life. He knows the things you have struggled in. It's not a coincidence that you're here today. It is an act of the divine God because there is a season of deliverance and no matter where you come from, we all come from different walks of life, but we all come with our problems. But may I tell you today, there's nothing too great nor too hard for God. He's an omnipresent, omnipotent Father. It's reaching to somebody's life saying today, I'm going to touch you. Today, I'm going to deliver you in the midst of your sorrow. He knew him. He knew that he lay there for a long time in that case. 38 years, here was a man that lay there. And God, God dealt with me here a while back and he told me, he said, the thing that worries me is people have become so used to my mercy. So used to my mercy that they do nothing about their problem. So what do you mean, God? He said, look at the man of Bethesda. 38 years he sat there, lay there, and he did nothing about his problem, his deliverance, his miracle that was waiting there. And God spoke it so clear to me that people today are sitting in the house of God and there's people in and out that's addicted and there's people with sins and sorrows and griefs and acquaintances in their life that they're not doing nothing about but they run in and they feel the supernatural touch of mercy and they think that everything's alright the Lord has sent me to Naples today to tell you that he is wanting to do a work of deliverance in your life he's wanting to reach in to what you have locked away and said everything's alright I'm in the house of mercy but God said no I've seen you there for a long time in the case that you're in but this morning God is wanting to deliver you and to reach into your life and to give you what you desire mercy has been taken advantage of because people are so used to mercy that they're not truly hungry anymore for deliverance. I want you to think about what I just said. People are so used to mercy that they're not really hungry for deliverance. 
mercy satisfies me because mercy preserves me but what you got to understand mercy only preserves you to deliver you you think about it whenever you look into the children of Israel's life whenever the mercy of God touched them the Bible said in Exodus 15 and 13 thou in thy mercy led forth the people which thou redeemed but verse 17 thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance in the place O Lord which thou hast made for thee to dwell in in the sanctuary O Lord which thy hands have established what was he saying in the word of God he said mercy Mercy led them forth because the redemption of God. But why did mercy lead them to bring them in and to plant them in the inheritance of the Lord? The mercy of God preserves us to bring us into the presence of God. That God can plant us in his inheritance and we're used of him. I want to tell somebody today, you got to quit making excuses of why you're never changed and never delivered and never really set free yes we look great we look like Christians but we're really deep down within you today can you really say God has delivered me from every addiction and every problem of my life 38 years he sat there and he said everything's fine I've got mercy. And God said, go on, angel. It's time for you to trouble that water. And he did nothing about his problem. But when Jesus got there, here's what he said. Jesus said, sir, wilt thou be made whole? And he said, sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another step it down before me. Listen to what happens in the word of God. Listen to what happens. He was content to dwell where he was dwelling. You say, how do you know that? Because if he really wanted deliverance, he would not have been where he was. But he would have got at that season beside that pool ready for the troubling of the water. Here's what I think he was doing. He was laying by that wall of that pool of Bethesda and he was as far away from the water of deliverance as he could be. And when the water was troubled, he would try to make his way, but it was too late. What are you saying this morning? I'm saying this, that there's people in this house that is so used to mercy and used to feeling the anointing of God that you have been feeling and you've been staying where you are but Jesus come by and said this morning will you be made whole but Lord I've got mercy where I'm at I don't have a man to put me where I need to be let me preach to you today you don't need a man to put you where you need to be you just got to make up your mind I'm going to get there I'm going to step into that water. I'm going to be set free. I'm preaching to the church and to the sinner alike. We're all in this together. And you've got to make up your mind. I've been here long enough. I'm not going to let this thing hold me back. I'm not going to let pride and envy and jealousy.
jealousy and despair hold me any longer. I'm not going to let contentment hold me in the place where I've been. Come on, I'm preaching from the leadership to the pew. It's time for Antioch to make up their mind. I'm not staying where I'm at. I'm going further in the kingdom of God. I'm fixing to move in the anointing of the Lord. Come on, somebody. You've been there long enough. You don't need to sit where you're sitting. You don't need to lay where you're laying. You've got to make up my mind. If I've got to roll in the floor to get to where I need to be, I'm going to get set free by the grace of God. I'm going to be delivered by the power and the majesty of the Spirit. Is there anybody in this place that you're willing to leave your cot? You're willing to leave your comfort zone. You're willing to leave the place of your contentment. And you're saying, God, I've been here long enough. I'm not going to dwell only in mercy to preserve me in the wilderness. I've got a promised land. I've got a word from the Lord. I've got a miracle coming. I've got a deliverance coming. I've got a breakthrough coming. Is there anybody right now that said, my God, I'm not waiting on nobody else. I don't need a man to take me to that altar. I just need a hand of the Lord. I just need the spirit of the king. I just need the power of the almighty. I'm telling somebody right now, God has stepped into this house and Jesus is saying, will you be made whole? Quit making excuses. There's some of you already. I'm reading you like a playbook right now. You're already telling me why you can't and why you're not. But I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, if you're not careful, mercy will pass you by at the time of your deliverance. Come on, somebody. God is calling you to come. God is calling you. You've been there long enough enough. You've been in that situation long enough. You've been in that thing long enough. You've got to make up your mind today. I'm running to the heart of God. I'm running to the place of the miracle. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivers him. The angel of God is ready to deliver somebody today. The spirit of liberty has walked in the house and God is reaching for somebody to step out and say God I'm not waiting no longer I'm not hiding no longer I'm not laying in the shadow no longer here I come Lord here I come Lord here I come Jesus Come on, it's here right now. It's here right now. It's here. I'm preaching to you, Antioch. Some of you have been hiding in the bushes. You've been hiding under mercy. God's calling you to do work. To reach the lost. To save souls. you got to come out right now. And say, God, I'm leaving my place of contentment. 
I'm walking to the anointing of the Lord. I'm walking into the anointing of Jesus. Come on, is somebody here right now that says, here I come. Here I come, Jesus. Come on, I need somebody. Help these around the front praying. Why don't you just make your way to this front right now if you're not already come. Somebody's fixing to be delivered in this house. Here it comes. I, I, come on. I feel it right now. It's ushering into this house. Here he is. Your deliverance has just walked in. Your deliverance has just walked into this place. Come on. Come on. Lay down your excuse. Lay down your excuse. Your growth is not dependent upon anybody else. Your growth is dependent upon your relationship with Him. Come on. This church is going to grow. This church is going to prosper. And it's starting with you right now. It's starting with your prayer. It's starting with your submission. It's starting with you in the house of God. Come on, somebody. Come on, you've been there long enough. You've been there long enough right now. Come on, you've been there long enough. My God, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, the Spirit of the King is in this place right now.